0: Good time of the day, and welcome to another episode of, and when I say, I mean, I am your co-host, Adrian. And I am your co-host, Austin. Welcome I to really another week. I
1: really should think about my week before we start recording.
0: I actually did think about my week a little bit. Oh,
1: okay. What did you do this week?
0: Well, so I, there's a couple of things that I wanted to point out. The first thing, um, as you know, Easter is coming. I and... Do. Somehow it has taken me – this is now, I guess, my third Easter since graduating. Is that true? Yes. No. Yes. 17, No, it's true. Yeah, yeah, this is my third Easter. We graduated at the same time. (laughs) It has taken me (laughs) three Easters to realize that I can buy Easter candy for myself and I can just buy all the candies that I want to eat. No wrong so this reese's past eggs week <laughs> can
1: only be purchased once by <laughs> our mom and we get them at breakfast <laughs> and i that know is the only easter
0: reese's egg you're allowed to have this is what i have known my entire life but guess what This past Sunday or Saturday, whichever I think it was Saturday, I went to the store and bought a whole pack of Reese's eggs. (laughs) Animal. (laughs) Just for myself. It's amazing. I have already had two Reese's eggs and it's not even Easter. (laughs) It's still Lent. (laughs) You you (laughs) heathen. It has been amazing. And Everyone out there who thinks that Easter candy, you have to like struggle through the jelly beans. (laughs) That that you that you have to eat those terrible jelly beans and those one peep. Well, I have news for you. You don't have to suffer.
1: No, guys, do yourself a favor. Go straight to the Reese's again.
0: Just go straight for the Reese's eggs, the big ones. Don't settle for the small <laughs> ones. Just get the big ones. Not the big I, honking ones, just the normal uh, ones. Know what I really love? What's that? Re- Reese's
1: egg Reese's pieces. Honestly, those should be the only Reese's pieces that
0: exist. Oh, you mean like they're just Reese's pieces but bigger? Yeah. The r- the ratio of peanut butter to chocolate yep. is much better for those. Yep. But but for real though, you can buy your own Easter candy. That was a revelation to me this week, and it was amazing. Well, congrats. Um, I have other things to share, too. Do you want me to do those, or do you want to share something?
1: Uh, well, our parents were here this weekend. Oh, uh, that's right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We went to a nature reserve in Messina. Is that the uh, same recent- one
0: where the chickadees eat out of your hands?
1: Yeah, recently Messina was featured in the New York Times as a hot destination for Bitcoin mining. <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh, yeah, and but yes, the chickadees come and land on your hand, mm-hmm. and it it's it's the it's such a strange thing. I either feel like I'm Snow White or Saint Francis. Either, either one of the two, and I, like, it shouldn't be so magical to have birds land on your hands, but it is.
0: <laughs> I can imagine.
1: You know, it's truly magical. Um, so, oh, but don't, sh- guys, don't tell people, they're trying to, they're trying to keep it on the, on the down low, so don't, don't tell people about this place.
0: Okay, all the hundreds I of thousands it's, of people it, that no, listen to this podcast. It's not
1: Messina, it's. Um in Smasina.
0: That is selling it really well. Thank you. What else did you do?
1: Uh we went to a pizza place called Sergi's probably like Italian restaurant or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bistro. I had pizza No. The okay. Bistro is somewhere else. Okay. First crush bistro is uh I've never been there uh but there is it, it is a place in potsdam mm-hmm. uh, i had pizza with artichoke hearts on it huh. let me tell you i have no idea what an artichoke <laughs> heart is but it's that's, delicious uh, maybe it's just pizza that's delicious the oh uh, okay both though that's the, fair. the artichoke heart brings like a nice brininess that's not olives mm-hmm. to the pizza fair um, but I also had a, a chicken pesto pizza mm. uh, that had – do you know those types of olives that start with a K and they're like the most extreme olives in the world? Kiev? Nope. Kiev's the capital of the Ukraine.
0: <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know anything about olives. Well, but there's I this type know. of
1: olive that are deep red uh-huh. and their name starts with a K and
0: they're the most olive olives in the world. Wow. That sounds kind of terrible, I'm not going to lie.
1: No, they're they're pretty good.
0: I, I just, I don't know. Olives Olives, and I go back and forth. Can't really decide if they're good or not. Mm. Well, what else did you do? Um, so, yesterday, um, I signed up for um, this program at work that's called Couch to 5K. Oh, I
1: was wondering why you were running, but I didn't want to be like, Wow, I can't believe Adrian's running because I felt you, cruel.
0: How did you know I was running? Did I send a picture you texted to me? You? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, no, you should be shocked because as I was running yesterday, I was like, is this the first time that I've run since I've graduated from college? The answer to that question is yes. Mm. Um, so basically, you just there's a running class at after work where you just run with other people. So... I haven't again, outside of like playing soccer or something. I haven't Mm -hmm. run for a very long time, like an embarrassing amount of time. Maybe this is with embarrassing. This is with a group of people. Um, Does does that help? It helps me because, as you may know, I am not a very self-motivated person, and (laughs) so it's very helpful to have other people um, running with me and. Even if they don't say anything encouraging, just the fact that they're asking me about it. So the reason I signed up was because my friend was like, hey, you should do this. And I was like, I probably should because I don't do any fitness. Is that Brandon? No. I think you're thinking of Brendan, but it, it wasn't. Yeah, Brendan. I was. Um, So we ran approximately somewhere between three and four miles yesterday. Nice. Um, which I was, like, didn't know I could do this. It was mm-hmm. one of those times where it's, like, I think that I can still do everything that I used to be able to do in high school and yep. then find out that I can't. Yep. Um, so that was fun. I'm very sore today, needless to say. And, like, everything is sore, and I was just running. Like, why is my back sore from running? Why are my arms sore from running? Like... You swing them a lot. I guess, but, like, anyway, so the the goal is to, so I also signed up for a 5K in the spring. Mm-hmm. So the goal is to just, the goal is to run more and just be more physically active to try yeah. to be healthier. Yeah. Um. And we'll see how the time comes in when the 5K comes along. Sometimes I miss my running days, and then other
1: days I'm like, mm, I really hated running 400s. Yeah.
0: I still like dream about that. Dream about running 400s? Yeah. As in like nightmares awful. or like
1: <laughs> No, that's it's they're not really nightmares. It's just like ooh, this is stressful.
0: Yeah. Um anything else on your side? Um I'm sure I did things before the weekend. Um but I don't remember what they were. Oh, I remember something else I did before the weekend. It was technically on the weekend too. What? Uh, I went to a, a concert. Um okay. I was not planning on going to a concert, but I was planning on hanging out with my friend, and he texted me the night before. He was like, hey, you want to go to a concert tomorrow? And I was like, oh, sure. Uh, we went for free. We went to Portland, Oregon. Nice. Um, not Oregon. Not Portland, Oregon. Portland, Maine. I always get confused when people say Portland because I automatically think of Portland, Oregon. But yeah. It's Portland, Maine. I always um, think of Portlandia. Which is Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw The Dream of the Nineties um, is alive in Portland. We saw Gol Golgor um, shoot, what's the band? Bordella? I'm I'm so far off Google doesn't even know. That's how bar- bad it is. Gold Bordella. Gol- no, Gogol Bordello. Uh, um, like G O G O L, yeah. Soft sigh. I don't know what that means. Is that okay? Not, so,
1: <laughs> so uh, Gogol is a Russian author, and so how you how you really spell Gogol is with a there's a a letter called the
0: soft sigh
1: at the end of Gogel, but there's no equivalent letter in English. So,
0: okay. Well, so. These people are from um Eastern Europe. Okay. Um so that's okay, so he, fit. He is actually from Kiev. The guy that I'm talking about?
1: Oh no, Nikolai Gogel is.
0: Oh, okay. So we brought that full circle. Um so yes, this is well a, set up. <laughs> this is a um th- I think they are like gypsy punk is their um their genre Isn't Jexy like gypsy frowned upon as a slur? I don't know. I don't I don't know. Um but anyways, it was very rowdy and we were down in the mosh pit and more so than I've ever been in before and I was mm. I was finding myself thinking why do people find this enjoyable? I am being being violently shoved around and in tight quarters with sweaty strangers. Mm -hmm, That seems awful. Yeah, but for some reason, a lot of people there were loving it, and I was a little confused. It was a ton of fun. I very much enjoyed hanging out. I will say I enjoyed it more than I thought I would um, because that idea sounds very repulsive to me, but Mm -hmm. it was more enjoyable than I was expecting, and I had a great time, especially hanging out with my friend. Um, Gogel does come from... Nikolai Gogel. Okay, from the band or just in general?
1: You're the just band talking about is in named after the the author. That makes sense. Who he? Their Wikipedia page well, claims he's a Ukrainian writer. He's but also Ukraine, an actor. The lead we singer. We know it was f- poorly defined okay. at the time he was alive.
0: Okay. Anyway. Do you want me to kind of segue into the topic, or do you have yes. anything else? So another thing I did this weekend was I watched Captain Marvel nice. um, in the theaters. Um, do you want to know my thoughts, or do you want me to segue more? Uh, no. What are your thoughts? Um, I thought it was good. I think um, I, afterwards, because one of my roommates didn't go, and so I was comparing, like, comparing it to other Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. and I was like, you know, I think I like this more than, I mean, not like more than half, because there's, in reality, some good Marvel movies. Again, this is all within the confines of Marvel movies. Right. Um, But I think it's better than Um. (laughs) Ant-Man. So, Congrats. So there's a couple things that I was concerned about going into it. One was that I perceive Captain Marvel to be invincible, which is not necessarily true. Um, and so I was like, okay, how is there conflict here? How is there like tension in a movie where I'm not worried that the that the hero can die? Um, which I guess is kind of, you can kind of say for any superhero movie, but it seems to me it's felt different from what I thought Captain Marvel was. But again. She can die more easily, um, but I thought they did really well. It was it was less. The movie was less. Do you care about spoilers? No, of course you don't. I've already seen it. Oh, you saw it too. Yeah. Your text earlier didn't make it sound like you had seen it.
1: Well, yeah, I asked and then went to bed at, like immediately
0: <laughs> after I sent this text. Okay, <laughs> so I didn't that, see your that response until the, the next morning, and I was like, oh, okay. Um, so. I enjoyed that it was more about um, the struggle of figuring out who she is um, and overcoming people who were trying to tell her to be something that she wasn't and that resiliency Mm. that she was able to um, show and grow. Um, I think in the scope of superhero Women, I thought that it was a better movie than Wonder Woman. I don't know if you saw Wonder Woman. I have um, not seen Wonder Woman. I I don't know. I just think that uh, this one was was better. So I, I think I, I think it, it had just better. It was a much better like role model. Again, I'm not a woman, but I I thought so, and also just had women a better can message. Be
1: role models for when.
0: That's true. Which gets to my second point, which is I think that the it, – it gets to the point where it's like I think that what the story is telling is great for women but also for all humans.
1: I don't know. My thoughts about it was very Marvel. Okay. Like, to me, this movie was just like, hey, remember all the Marvel things?
0: Here they all
1: are. You mean Great.
0: like it, like a prequel type of thing? No,
1: no, no. Like in a everything you expect from a Marvel movie is here, and it's 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 fine.
0: I mean, that's not even really true, though. I don't know. There was no love interest.
1: Yeah, but th- like that hasn't been true f- since Phase One of the MCU.
0: Yeah, but she is like a new character, and whenever the well, oh, that's not true, Ant Man.
1: I guess <laughs> Spider Man, <laughs> barely. Literally everyone. No.
0: Who name one that didn't have it? Um.
1: That that's not, not a prequel.
0: That's not a sequel.
1: Okay. Um,
0: you can't. Yeah, that's fair. See, so okay, that doesn't but fit in the bubble, and no, 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 you didn't no. even I, notice I it was gone.
1: I don't. Yeah, that's because I don't go into Marvel movies being like. Ooh, what's the love intrigue plot line here? But like, to me, I don't go into that for any Marvel movie, like
0: any movie. Right, but like, I I think to me that just says like a Marvel movie doesn't need to have that to be good.
1: Yeah, I agree. Like, who's Doctor Strange's love interest? Who cares?
0: Okay, so that one might be one.
1: No, he has a love interest, but no, like he doesn't care about her. We don't care about her. Like, to me, Marvel doesn't care about love interests anymore. That's why they're all gone. Okay.
0: But I would say that that fits into... But you would argue that it doesn't fit... Check the Marvel box, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Can What are some other things that it checks the Marvel box? Origin stories. Overcoming adversity. uh, Power
1: montages. Nick Fury. <laughs> funniness
0: this one wasn't like, that snarky funny humor she was what? snarky
1: but it she wasn't She was funny
0: no she was funny and i enjoyed her humor a lot but i guess yeah. what i'm saying it wasn't like ragnarok or guardians funny oh it no, was no, no, like no. i think actually funny
1: no it was just like snark funny
0: right which i prefer but mm-hmm.
1: she's like if like if if iron man felt more captain america-y
0: Okay. Okay.
1: That that's what it felt like to me. Okay. Slash so Halo.
0: So what do you want to What do you want to talk about here?
1: So to me, I I want to talk about why people are superheroes. Do we talk about superheroes too much? And why 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 are we so superhero focused as a culture? And specifically, I want to talk about. Yeah, I want to talk about the people's motivations for being superheroes. Okay. Um, so, so you said you were worried that there wouldn't be any tension because um, you thought Carol was unable to die. Mm-hmm. Carol is Captain Marvel, by the way. She never goes by no Captain Marvel ever. But anyway, so y- you said sh- you were worried that she would be invincible in there and there would be no tension. But I I think that's a uh, a boring way to think about superheroes, because like most of my life, I don't go through thinking, I can die. This adds a sure adds a lot of tension to my life, or like, in in any superhero, in, like in any genre uh, outside of like action blockbuster, I'm I never think like, hmm, this person can't die, therefore no stakes. Re- I mean, so I, I really want to defend Superman. I want him to be not boring.
0: Yeah, I mean I guess and and So going back to one of your original questions is do we talk about superheroes too much? I, I am shocked about how often we end up talking about superheroes on here and how much yeah. I end up talking about Marvel for as much as I say that I hate it. So mm-hmm. maybe that means I don't hate it as much as I do. I don't know. That's just a sidebar.
1: I feel like I think about superheroes more than the rate at which I watch superhero movies slash read comics.
0: Mhm. No, that's fair.
1: I just think they're a really important phenomena. I,
0: I and it's like has has somebody said that they're the modern myth or something yet? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm glad because there's no way i'm the first person to say that but i think that's very true right it it is the stories of our time right in a lot of ways but myths
1: myths tell they they tell the stories of a culture but they they are the informing stories of a culture like myths serve a role in the society to say this is what we value as a society right which is fascinating Yes, so that's that's what I I think is important about which to me is concerning that the general consensus of Superman is that he's boring. Like if that's how we see if that's how we're saying this is what we value and it's it, it, that ends up being Superman is boring, that's concerning cuz Superman's the the good guy.
0: Right and i don't i don't think it's the fact that superman's the good guy or that good wins over evil i don't think that those are the things that we think are boring i think the problem is is that i want to be able to relate to that character so if we're going to now i'm going to talk about something as if i know exactly what i'm talking about and i know everything mm-hmm. so if i'm comparing this to mythology right i am i am comparing myself to odysseus Not necessarily like the gods, right? And so if I am watching superhero movies, I want to be able to relate to the heroes and relate to the characters. And it's really hard for me to relate to Superman because he can fly and shoot lasers out of his eyes and is bulletproof.
1: No, I think that I think that's a misrepresentation. Have you ever read The Odyssey?
0: No, remember my opening statement where yeah, I said right. I'm about to talk about something o- as if Odysseus, I know exactly what I'm talking Odysseus about.
1: Odysseus is a superhero. He's like a forty year old dude who's been stranded on islands for like twenty years. Mm-hmm. He shows up in Phoenicia and is the best wrestler, best sprinter, best javelin thrower out of anyone there. He's like magically assisted by Athena. Like he is a superhero. Um, right, and and, uh, and I think that's a, it's a misrepresentation of Superman to say that he is a he is like a god because he has the humanality of people.
0: Right, but but he doesn't have the vulnerability of people. Sure, he does. How? Unless you have kryptonite. Can...
1: No, no, no. Like dying isn't. The, isn't the vulnerability of humans like that's not what makes people interesting like people can still lose things and people can still go through hardships if they're done if they're not dying
0: right but the stories that Superman is telling is not about him in heartbreak it's about him destroying villains who are trying to kill the world
1: so i i I just think that's a boring way to think about Superman i don't know if I So, I have no idea what's going on with Superman. Comically, movie-wise, I have not seen any of the DCEU after Man of Steel.
0: Did you see Man of Steel, though?
1: I did see Man of Steel.
0: Okay, then we're on the same page, then, because I've only cool. seen Man of Steel.
1: But I I think that's that's a boring way to say, look, here is Monster. Destroy him. That's boring. And you get... So, I... You get to One Punch Man then. One Punch Man is the funny version of that, to my mind. Do you know anything about One Punch Man?
0: I think you talked about it either uh, recently on the pod.
1: I like One Punch Man. He's a crazy—he's called One Punch Man because he can defeat any enemy with one punch. Mm -hmm. And so his life uh, is about just kind of existential boredom. But I think that's a boring way to look at Superman— I think the more interesting part of Superman is that he does what's right, and so and I think that's a really relatable thing. Superman is is just raised by some random family in Kansas, like he's not, sup, like, preternaturally more moral than other people. He still has to deal with, how do I make the right decisions? Mm-hmm. And I think that's very relatable, like hopefully we're all struggling to do what is good and Superman should be too.
0: Right. But I think, I think the problem. So I have a couple of thoughts and I'm going to try not to get too sidetracked. So I think the problem is, is that we assume that anything that Superman does is right. Not that Superman has to choose what is right or wrong. Um, and so i don't i don't think that we see that struggle and so on top of that i think captain marvel does a better job of that right we see her have to figure out what is right and wrong that's literally like the part of the movie where her whole and, and which i think is like probably one of the most underrated parts well maybe it's not i don't read a lot of things but one of the most underrated parts of the whole movie is that she's raised in this culture well her second life is raised in this culture as a Cree, to say the scroll are bad. We need to kill them or they're going to come and destroy all of our people. It's only when she gets out into this society that she has to figure out, okay, Hey, this society I lived in, was telling me something that's false, and now I have to figure out, okay, what is right and wrong, even mm-hmm. when what is right is actually different than what I've been raised to say. And so, right, like okay. you see, you see her go through this, you see her come to this conclusion, and I think that's where it's more powerful, right? Because that's I, I can relate to that a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe not a lot, but like I can I can relate to that where it's like, okay, I lived and grew up in this society, nothing against the way I was raised, but and and not to the extent of killing scrolls right but like i can i can relate to that where it's like okay this is what i've always grown up believing but now okay. i'm faced with the reality of it and i have to decide okay what is actually right or wrong
1: yep uh yeah i'll be honest i forgot that happened but i thought that twist was really good it's
0: so good
1: lots of spoilers coming
0: yeah i didn't even give, didn't even give a spoiler warning but that's just cuz I, I was I, excited I about it i
1: completely it. forgot about that and i was really glad that it happened because it just like undercut all these who's secretly a scroll yes! fan theories.
0: Austin, you you uh, you know me because that was my first reaction too. I so was I like, was, yes, kill all the fan theories. Whoever uh, Ben Mendelsohn,
1: who's the scroll guy, he mm-hmm. was great.
0: Oh, so the, good. The
1: scene where he for, before you that the scrolls aren't the villains and that mm-hmm. they're secretly refugees, I was like. Man, this Skrull is very endearing for being the villain of this of this movie. He's he's uh, he's a fun guy. Right. I thought he was great. Um, yeah. And so I forgot about that, which is which is bad. <laughs> which uh, is bad because I, I think it's I it's one of the, the most important parts of the movie. Also, I I was hoping that Jude Law would have been Ewan McGregor because I think it would have been more heartbreaking for ewan mcgregor to be the mentor because he's obi-wan kenobi so he is all of our mentors collectively as a society right um so i think it would have been more tragic for him jude law kind of looks like ewan mcgregor Um, yeah
0: i mean jude law is still kind of tragic but
1: well what what do we know jude law from the new harry potter movies
0: watson in the with the, Robert Downey Rocket arms, movies. <laughs> I love those movies. They need to make the third one that they teased forever ago and never. Yeah, okay, that's make. not gonna happen. I know. Maybe after Iron Man dies in Endgame.
1: he'll be old though. Anyway, we're distracted, but that that was a good twist. And yeah, I agree with that. But so let's let's see that struggle, right? Like to to me, what it's why people are heroes is more important than what they do uh, right
0: and be- and i sorry go ahead
1: because uh just how superheroes work they're going to win so like why are they doing the things that they're doing or like what are the, what are the limits uh of what they're going to do like what what do you justify to achieve your superheroic goals so the, the I I just I'm I'm very bear- Daredevil biased and I will admit that, but I like Daredevil because I know why he's doing what he's doing, and that has a direct effect on what he allows himself to do. Mm-hmm. And so when he fights Kingpin, he is fighting Kingpin, and Kingpin's a formidable dude. But the more important struggle for Daredevil is his rebellion. And submission to his own moral core. Like it's more important. The more important question is, will he kill Kingpin or not? Not mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, maybe Kingpin will get away. We know Kingpin's gonna be defeated. But it's is the is Matt Murdock going to succumb to that that temptation to kill um, Kingpin? So that's right. what I want. That's what I want to see from, super, like, and I'm biased because Matthew is Catholic, and so I'm like, oh, okay, I know why he is doing these things, and why for him there's an obligation to not kill people because mm-hmm. he believes that people can be redeemed. Right. And so I, what I want to see from super, Superman, I, I honest, I just want to see all superheroes struggle with. Just moral dilemmas. That's all I want to see. <laughs> right. Uh, I want to see the existential crisis on infinite Earths. That's a comic book reference. Nice. Um. Because i i think that's I think that's more valuable. Like, why do we hold the morals that we do? Um. So I don't know why Superman is good. Mm-hmm. So I want to I want to see things i want to see him do something that challenges his own assumptions about himself as good
0: right and because i guess
1: i think that would be really great be- it, it's never a question for superman if he can achieve what he wants but it's is what he is achieving good
0: yeah and i think to take it another step out or step back right is to say then like if the superheroes are the modern myth
1: mm-hmm.
0: we want like, it, then they need to tell us like why th- they're there to tell us. What did you say earlier? They're there to tell us why we believe things or yeah, or what's, what's or what what right do we value want. as a right. society? Right, and so our society is in a really weird spot, right? And I think mm-hmm. that the superhero movies kind of show that how weird it is. Is that mm-hmm. we. Our society has this underlying belief of that there is right and wrong, and that there is good and evil, and that good should win over evil. And these are the things that are good, and these are the things that are evil. But then, just like the superhero movies, nobody wants to talk about how we got there. We just assume mm-hmm. that there are these things, and right. so the,
1: the scope um, of what superhero is is very limited in. Most depictions of superheroism. So I was thinking of a my my vigilante of evil mm-hmm. who is beats a, up who grandmothers thinks, hmm? who beats yeah. up old women. He he thinks that he believes that um, charity is a negative for society as a whole because it artificially boosts the the fitness. "Quote," of the non-fit members of society, mm-hmm. and so that's like a totally unacceptable mode of, of superheroism. But that's like a moral basis, right? So there's kind of a an implicit moral basis to what modes of superhero are legitimate, um, and like. Revenge, I think. So I'm I'm worried that too much superheroism is personal. Yeah. Like, what I don't like about Batman is Batman is Batman because of his parents.
0: Yeah. I mean, Uh, Iron Man is kind of Iron Man because of the situation he found himself in.
1: Right, I think that's I think that's selfish.
0: Well, I I that's think it's I,
1: I think Iron Man's motivation is less selfish than than Batman's. Uh-huh. Um hmm? Yeah. But I I am worried that with like the rise of anti-heroes, revenge and power is like a more compelling and r- relatable, quotes um, motivation of superheroes which I think is really bad
0: yeah so so that's kind of what I was getting at with like what, this idea of like if these are modern myths what does that like how, what does that say about our society and so like to me like the fact that everybody loves superheroes that we are talking about them constantly like and we don't even say that we like superheroes right there are mm-hmm. people that love superheroes and they're talking about them like, it's so Im- ingrained in our society. We need, like, I think we need to be aware of what, how that is affecting our morals, right? Because it is it is impacting our morals and what we think is right and wrong, but we don't know why. Um, right. And yeah, so, like, I
1: think the values exposed by most superheroes are pretty good. Right. But they... They have, like, no reason for, like, Captain America is the moral center, and it's just like, wow, he's just a swell guy, you know?
0: Right. And so, that's this is my point, is, like, how did we get here, and what do we do about it? Like, we have this moral compass that is, that is not pointing to, like, points somewhere, but we don't know how it got there, mm-hmm. again, because I... Think that there is right, an absolute truth that is right and wrong, right? But but that's not that's not in the Marvel universe. Cap and so, is the
1: only character to reference God in the MCU.
0: Right. So, but like, it it needs it needs more of that. It needs something, right? Like,
1: we need Daredevil.
0: Well, but like. I don't. I don't want to rehash our whole episode, and we, and we didn't necessarily get into it too much. I guess maybe about Infinity War, but like, there was the opportunity, right? In Infinity War, you have mm. Thanos, who you do understand his morals, right? You do see right. where he's coming from, and it makes sense. It's fleshed out. It's it's all there, but then you don't understand why the Avengers are doing this, and so I guess for me, what I want to do is or again, I'm not saying that I'm good at this or have done it, but I am trying, like trying to challenge myself is like, how can these conversations about superheroes be more than just superheroes? Mm -hmm. Um, and so like, if we're saying these are myth, these are the modern myths and they're about right and wrong, how can that lead to a conversation that's like, okay, how do we know what's right and what's wrong? How do we know that Mm -hmm. Thanos is wrong? How do we come to those conclusions? Um, and kind of get to that, oh, okay, well, it feels right, or this is what's good. And then, I, I don't know. I think that there's a big opportunity there. People, I think, are drawn to it because they're looking for those answers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if <laughs> if these movies aren't going to give those answers, how can we help people find those answers through, through these conversations, through these movies?
1: Mm-hmm. I've also been thinking a lot of what responsibility looks like uh, because I hope we all are familiar with Sam Rainey's Spider-Man's Uncle Ben telling us with great power comes great responsibility. Mm -hmm. And so like, what does that responsibility look like? Weirdly for Spider-Man, it looks like going around and stopping criminals. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, Spider Man, not in the Sam Rainey trilogy, but in most normal Spider Man things, he invents his own webs. Right. And so I'm like, hmm, might it not be more of a public good to for Peter Parker just to be a chemist and like license that web mm-hmm. to to people that need it because it seems like a a fairly useful thing so like why why does the responsibility of Spider-Man look like being Spider-Man and not like being a chemist or just like being a dad I did I tell you my other superhero idea I don't think so which is also the, the person who made One Punch Man I think beat me to the punch Wink, wink. Um, and there's this kid with extreme psychic powers and he just wants to be a normal dude mm-hmm. so I want him to be like responsibility to me looks like just being a normal contributing member to society and like a good neighbor and right. a good person mm-hmm. not like going around Dealing out my own brand of justice. So why. Why is responsibility. Like why does responsibility look like what it does. In Spider-Man. And it like should. Our responsibility be more. I I think maybe it's it's a good modeling. Because it's very personal. Superheroism is a very personal. Form of justice. As opposed to, like, I'm like, shouldn't Superman maybe spend his time drafting legislation?
0: I think, and maybe I'm wrong in my interpretation of what he's saying, but I think it's, it kind of gets to that idea of right and wrong, right? So with great power comes great responsibility is like, if you have a lot of power, you need to be careful how you use it because you could Mm -hmm. end up using it for evil and hurting a lot of people. Right, and and I again, I haven't seen Batman versus Superman, but I think that is kind of part of that um, plot is that Superman realizes I am a danger to the people that I'm caring for. Um,
1: I don't think that's true. I think Batman worries that Superman could be okay. So maybe that's what tries to kill him.
0: Maybe I'm thinking more of like Civil War. Um, and so, so I think that's kind of more of what that with great power comes great responsibility is talking about is saying, mm-hmm. okay, you have a lot of power now and really you can use that power to enforce your, mor- your morals on people. And mm-hmm. so you need to be responsible, not only to yourself, but also to the other people that you could be affecting because of this power that you have. Mm hmm. Right. And so, so I th- that responsibility I that- could be not using it, right? Mm-hmm. Or that could be or in most superhero movies it manifests itself in doing good. Um which they somehow get to what is good and what is not. Um mm-hmm. but I think that makes
1: that makes that could make Superman so interesting in that he has like basically unlimited power and give like give Superman's powers to anyone what are the chances they become superman right almost zero right
0: because you think about it right he has the power to do anything he wants to do right he has he he could rule the world yeah and yet he decides no i'm going to defend it and like right why yeah and it, so i want i want to
1: see a clark kent story that's basically like the temptation of christ right I know I don't know if anyone else would want this but that's what I want where it's like him him knowing that he has ultimate power and facing that temptation and doing good
0: in spite of that. Right, that's compelling.
1: Yeah, I know. And and so I and then my follow up would be Superman is just bummed that everyone is like, oh, Batman's so much cooler than me. I'm an unrelatable person, but he, like, I can't imagine the the struggle it would be to be
0: Superman,
1: to know that you can do anything and get mm-hmm. away with it, mm-hmm. and do none of that.
0: Right, and I think w- a lot of where your your problem with this is coming from is that in a lot of ways. Superman is very similar to Christ in that right, like
1: he he has like Christ is doing these things because he submits to the will of the father and it's like why is superman doing any of these things like right where wh- who who is clark kent that allows him to be superman
0: mhm but in the same way like we would never say that jesus is boring or is unrelatable yeah Right? Like Right, like he faced the, every the, temptation. It's the exact opposite. It's like mm-hmm. uh, we're we're that's what we're striving for. That's he he can relate to what we're going through and therefore we can relate to that as well. Mm-hmm. But it's in it, in some ways it's a very similar situation to Superman and yet I for some reason don't feel like Superman is as relatable or relatable at all but i think it does come down to that right we don't see that struggle we we it's just assumed that superman's going to do what's right it's never for one second do i think that that he could do anything besides that and it's i it's not like i necessarily read the gospel and think okay jesus is not going to do something that's right but he he could right and mm-hmm. and he and and i think the difference between maybe jesus and superman is that the right and wrong there is just sinning right and it's like right. when i think about like how easy it is to sin and to think okay wow christ could just as easily do that but he doesn't mm-hmm. um and 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 so maybe that's the that's the thing it's it's the the good and evil is just can be quote unquote super simple things as opposed to like destroying aliens. But like, I don't, I don't know. Like why are those, why is, why do I feel a distance between those two?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: So maybe it's just
1: because I'm not interacting with good Superman media mm-hmm. because I know YouTubers that love Superman as Clark Kent. And what he embodies as just like he's just the guy from Kansas mm-hmm. who knows what's right and wrong and does it, and that's not my experience with Superman right, so maybe I just I don't see myself ever reading actual Superman comics, but maybe I should and so like maybe that would that would be a better way for me to interact with him but I, yeah, I I think it's it's worrying that we see that we don't see Superman struggle because then it just he seems boring, and when doing good is boring, I think that is a very poor value to be
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. projecting. Right. And I think maybe it's probably a, an issue with just, like, movies, right? Because, like, for instance, you're able to, I again, I haven't seen um, Daredevil, but you're able to draw that out in Daredevil more because you have, it's a longer format. Right. Um, And so I wonder if, if that's part of the problem, right? Part of the problem is that we are confined to um, a movie. And... I will say the MCU is getting closer and maybe better as the series goes on as you're, they're kind of are forced to answer some of those questions mm-hmm. um, and have been, are able to give themselves more time, but they're still kind of constrained. So
1: yeah, it, it, it does worry me that there are YouTube videos that are like Thanos was right looking at you, Matt Pat, because Thanos is not right. And not being able to justify that is true. Troublesome
0: right, because I think the I think the general
1: not being able to justify it morally as opposed to utilitarianly
0: right i I think the general idea is like okay, it feels wrong, and that's mm-hmm. why Thanos is wrong, but when you have a better explanation for why Thanos is doing what he's doing and not a good explanation for why the Avengers are doing something, and yet you're saying that the Avengers are doing what's good and right is troublesome because then you do have people saying, okay, yeah, this idea does make sense. And if mm-hmm. you're coming from that moral standpoint, yes, what Thanos is doing does make sense. But the fear is, is when you're not, you're not explaining the other side of it well enough. And just assuming that people will say, yes, this is right. I, I, I mm-hmm. it, it's worrisome.
1: Yeah. So these are things that I think about for superheroes. Let's let's have a a probably boring super. No, it let's have a let's have a Superman movie where we're worried like he could like do bad, right? That's that's the that's Batman's worry, right? Let's share that worry, you know.
0: Right, and I think like you, it wouldn't even have to be a boring movie, right? You just have Superman. No, not boring. Superman in a position where he's tempted to rule the world, mm-hmm. or
1: yeah, like like make it like. I I think it would be really easy to say, superhero or Superman needs to rule the world to keep everyone safe. Mm-hmm. I f- I feel like that would be such a strong temptation for him. Like he wants to save everyone. And he could do that by having a totalitarian state, basically. Yep. Um, but hopefully, he would, you know, come to realize that was wrong, or like have Lex Luthor just be like Superman, just rule the world, <laughs> right? Basically, the temptation of Christ. Right. Lex Luthor is playing Lucifer. Um. Anyway.
0: I think I, think I hope this work. has
1: already been done.
0: Probably and if did. not,
1: the movie does. The movie definitely does not exist.
0: But it it may be the comics. But so then I think going back to kind of what I said earlier, and then also transitioning into recommendations. I think what I want to challenge myself to do, and probably and everybody to do more, is not just talk about superhero movies in what happened, and this was cool, I like this part, but say, why are they doing this? Why do we know that they're right? Dig into those deeper questions about mm-hmm. the morals that are there. And if and if you believe, like we do, that there is a higher moral standard, there is an absolute truth that defines what's right and wrong think about how you can use these movies, which are so pervasive and, you know, embraced in our culture to lead into those conversations, because I think they do really well Mm -hmm. um, in a lot of ways because they, they point to what's right and wrong, but they don't answer the why question. I think it points to the big problem or the big questions of our society today is I want to know what's right and wrong. And I'm asking for that, I'm looking for that, but I don't know the answer.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I think, yeah, my worry, l- large picture, is that because there's no foundation for people saying why, you have to resort to the strength of your narrative. Just lots of quotes around that, which essentially is just like, who who has a more powerful say in things, mm-hmm. or in the most elementary form that we see in the Marvel movie, who can punch better than the other person? Right. So that's that's my whole people are wizards theory. Like if there's no foundation at all, depends on who can m- most like conjure best their narrative.
0: Right, and so far. I'm sorry, Marvel, but Thanos has better conjured his narrative than the Avengers Mm -hmm. have. And I'm interested to see what happens in Endgame to see if the Avengers can write that narrative better or if they just outpunch him, which... Well, not not write the narrative better,
1: but reject Thanos as,
0: like, having any moral standing. Right, but but I'm afraid that the only way they're going to do that is by punching him, which mm-hmm. I don't think is a very strong, but we've already talked about that. Yes. Okay. Um, any final thoughts or jump into recommendations?
1: Uh, Superman's not boring.
0: Final thought. All right. Recommendations.
1: um, I read Sense and Sensibility. Well, I finished Sense and Sensibility this week by Jane Austen. Um, It's probably my third favorite Jane Austen book that I've read. Uh, Three out of three. Um, So Pride and Prejudice is definitely the best. Um, Like, Pride and Prejudice, I feel like, is just the epitome of chick whatever the medium is. Okay. I I know that's like reductive but everyone I feel like everyone who's doing like a romantic comedy mm-hmm. wants to be Jane Austen. Okay. Um
0: and specifically Pride and Prejudice.
1: Specifically Pride and Prejudice cuz I feel like sense and sensibility also wants to be Pride and Prejudice. Right. Um I don't know. I, di- I didn't think the the characters were as well drawn uh I didn't think the the, the twists uh, were as were as um, surprising.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: don't know. I just thought that Pride and Prejudice was uh, they are very similar. And Sense and Sensibility would be good if Pride and Prejudice wasn't better.
0: Okay. Which one was written first? You know,
1: Sense and Sensibility, as it turns out. So, well done. Well done, Jane Austen, improving. Northanger Abbey is also really good. It's just very different. As I said long ago, it's the Deadpool (laughs) of uh, Victorian literature.
0: I thought you had read Sense and Sensibility
1: before. No. So read Sense and Sensibility, but... If you want to read something better, read Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, speaking of of snarky joking, though, Jane Austen is the master of snarky joking. It's so funny. <laughs> and like, when she has a ter- a character who's just annoying, mm-hmm. they're unbelievably annoying. She's great at that. And there's like... You know how in arrested development lots of things are built on people just misunderstanding each other when yep. they're talking to each other? Yep. That's it's done to perfection in sense and sensibility. Um so like it's good. It's just not as good as Pride and Prejudice. So, fair enough.
0: Anything else? Uh no. All right. I'm I'm going to recommend Captain Marvel. Um, I think I would challenge you not to go into it thinking this is a woman superhero movie, Um uh, because I think if you do that, you're going to miss a good movie. Um, and so where I do think it is a good movie in that sense, I don't think that I think that's limiting to it. Um, Because Mm -hmm. I think it has good things to say for all people, um, as we talked about in this movie. I think it it does answer those questions of what is right and wrong and and challenging the ways that you were raised or the things that you were raised and that you just assumed were um, true because you were raised in that. Um, And as well as continuing to be confident and grow in who you are, um, not in who everyone else is telling you to be. As well as that resiliency and that um, determination to get back up, so mm-hmm. I do. I do think it's a great movie that emphasizes women and women superheroes. But I also think it's a it's a good movie for all of society and humanity. Um, so yeah, go out and see Captain Marvel. Um, and it's it's just I I don't know. I just think it's good. I think she's funny. Um, she is and funny, I, and I think. That this is uh, Nick Fury's best movie. I thought was yeah, he was the best he's ever been in this movie. The two of them, I thought, had great chemistry. Like Mm -hmm. there was just like this like two friends going out and saving the universe, and I was just they're apparently best friends in real life. I believe it because it it was great. Um, So yeah, I, I thought it was I thought it was good, and I think that people give are maybe too critical of it and miss. Miss important things that are good about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna. Go I ahead. was gonna say though, I want to watch um,
1: Wonder Woman because I think Wonder Woman does get at in some of the ways the reason why people do the things that they do. Yeah. Um. Because it like it asks whether people deserve to be saved, and like. Diana struggles to after like after what she thinks turns out to be wrong. She still has to struggle with why is why is humanity worth See. my
0: strength basically. Mhm. Mhm. No, that's true. I uh, yeah. Wonder Woman's I would say it's okay. I think Captain Marvel's better than it. But I do think it, it does answer a few other questions mm-hmm. or addresses a few other questions, which are good and don't often get asked. Because Superman doesn't ask, is the world worth saving? He just saves. Right, it. right. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, I think yeah that will be my recommendation for this week. Cool. Thanks
1: for joining us.
0: Yes, and we'll see you next week.